Hey, we are ACS and we're here to actually chat. Just to start off, we do apologise for not uploading last week. It was half term and there were certain situations that it was over our control. We did attempt to record, but we all agreed that we would not upload something if it's not our best standard, and we did not think it was the best standard. So we will always strive to do what's best for you guys as well as us. And so that is why this episode has been delayed. But enough of that. Welcome. It's June. It's Pride. And we are going to talk about the LGBTQ plus community. Okay, so we're going to start off with just some history, things that just has happened um, and why there is a Pride Month. So the LGBTQIA Pride Month is the month of June and it is dedicated to celebrating the LGBTQIA plus community. Pride Month originated from the Stonewall Riots, which started on June 28, 1969 and um, regarded as the catalyst for the LGBTQIA plus rights movement in America. On June 28, 1969, the police raided a club, the Stonewall Inn, which is located in New York City's Greenwich Village. However, this time members of the LGBTQIA plus community fought back after constant police violence and riots erupted. After Bill Clinton issued Executive Order 13087, which prohibited discrimination based on sexual orientation. He recognised June to be Gay and Lesbian Pride Month on June 11, 1999 to honour the Stonewall riots. The official name was changed to Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual and Transgender Pride Month in 2009 by Barack Obama to be more inclusive. It's important that we recognise the celebration of Pride doesn't only occur in America, but that Pride Month is celebrated by a variety of different countries who use the month to celebrate the accomplishments of the LGBTQIA plus community and LGBTQIA plus identities. Uh, I'm going to start off. I identify as heterosexual, which is basically straight. Yeah. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah, heterosexual and, and females. We, yeah, females, like women, yeah. That's what we identify ourselves as. Um, I wanted to kick off the conversation by asking you guys, do you know anybody within the LGBTQ plus community and have they come out the, cl- the closet to you? Yeah. We'll speak okay, about okay, it. Okay, let me elaborate. Okay, let me elaborate. So... Uh, I do have a friend, a very close friend actually, and she came out maybe two years ago and it was very difficult for her because we're both like young black females and especially coming from like the Afro-Caribbean background, like they're in terms of our culture, they're very strict on like homosexuality and that is not acceptable. So it was very difficult for her other friends found out before me, and I'm not mad about it because I can understand, but she thought because of exactly that, our background and where we're coming from, how we've been raised, that maybe I'd be judgmental. Yeah. Um, and it was upsetting to hear because, I mean, I don't see her any differently. Yeah. Like, that's still my friend. I still love her. Like, nothing's changed. I'm just glad that now she can be open about it, honest about it, and... Things have got better for her in terms of acceptance from, like, in terms of family, which mm. I like. And there are others, too, similar situations, but... 
Yeah. That's the main one. That's the main one. I think that was my first. I've always known that people were gay ever since I was little. Like, I just knew that person was gay. Yeah. Maybe because it was just always, it was something that I was known. But no one ever came out to me like, I'm gay. But um, whenever I found out the person was already an adult, they never, like, it was never something normal for someone my age to come up to me and say, oh, I'm gay. It was more normal, someone that was older, someone that was maybe more experienced in life, to come out and say, yeah, I'm gay. But um, also, the conversation at home was also, also quite open, especially with my mum and my sisters. Like, we can talk about it. We know people um, who are from the LGBTQ plus community, but mostly it was gay. Yeah. I don't I don't I've never met someone who is transgender like personally like I've never had a conversation with anyone or I've never had someone that is would say that they're queer but um with gay people I feel like that's more of an open thing and I have experienced um I would like to talk about my very yeah. very 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 close friend it's a very similar situation to S where he comes from an afro he's he's african like yeah. myself and it's very especially within the black community i'd say it's very looked down upon yeah, and from my secondary school um we my school was majority black there was not one fully white person there um white being english not like latina or like european but i'm saying english like white and so it was like you know it's, it felt like a community because you know we're all like similar mm-hmm. similar shades etc but in terms of like lgbt lgbt like we had like the lessons in class and stuff but it was just like bad boy for dead which loosely translated is like gay people should be dead and i still remember he was scared to come out to me because like a year before we was in a classroom in science, we're all joking around, and they, they were asking questions like, would you guys, like, have a gay child? Like, would you accept it? And I remember saying no, just because the way that um, gay boys, especially black gay boys, are treated, I could not want that for my child. So yeah. that's why I remember saying that. But he, I felt like he felt like, you know, because all of the people were saying, yeah, I'll beat my child, I'll send them out. And yeah. he was really scared to be like... Or what if my friends, who I love so much, will, like, reject me? But I remember when he told me, I was like, and? Like, that doesn't mean anything. But I kind of had, like, some inkling. Because the boys in my year, especially, were very, like, macho. Mm. Yeah. And he was always hanging around, like, the girls. And... The basic stereotypes. The basic (laughs) stereotypes. But, like... And also, you have to remember my school. I was the first generation of girls in my school. So, each year above us was full of boys. And our school is very small as well. So, like, once one person finds out something, everybody finds out. So, I think he was scared. But ever since he did come out to me and, like, a few friends during lockdown, I think he's just, like, flourished. He's so much more happier. And he... Honestly, I love him even more for telling me because I know he was scared, but, like, that doesn't change how I feel about you. And I feel like, especially yeah. having a gay friend... He came out as bi first, then he came out as gay. Yeah. But um, having a gay friend, I think, has taught me that, you know, I do have to think about what I say before I say it because... Yeah. 
I think if I had not said that comment in science in year nine or something, yeah. then he would have come out way earlier. Mm-hmm. So you need to be aware of what you say. Yeah, very conscious. Because you never know what is actually going behind closed doors. Yeah. And how deeply it can affect somebody as well. Reopening old wounds here and bringing up a debate that was... Oh, it was very controversial, I'd say, like, a few years ago when the government uh, first announced that they were considering teaching LGBTQ plus lessons in schools. So um, children as young as primary school age will, you know, learn about same-sex... In the UK. Um, ...families, etc. yeah, in the UK. So the question I want to ask is, should we question the morality of teaching LGBTQ plus lessons in schools? Um, I'd like to go first. I feel like yes and no. Because, yes, you have to learn about these things. It's not as, it's not as, like, as bad as it was back then because people have been more open to it. But people still get attacked because they're gay. People still get attacked because they're transgender. And I feel like everybody deserves life. But there's the argument that you know, when little children learn these things, they feel like, oh, because I like the colour... Um, a boy saying he likes the colour pink makes him gay. Yeah. They have that... They're, they're still young, I would say. I don't think as young as primary school, maybe, but in secondary school. And then you have children, I would say, thinking that... Like, for example, like a boy saying, oh, I'm a girl, and they're, like, eight years old... And they take the hormones and they yeah. do that. And then when they get to secondary school or, like, 18, they're like, yeah. hold on a second. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm actually, a, like, a, a boy. And they've done so much changes to themselves that they can't reverse it. Yeah. So I feel like there is... You can teach it, but there's, like... I feel like, personally, I don't think you should do primary school. I feel like you should just start at secondary school because I feel like that's where people learn more. You have a younger brother. Yeah. I don't have one, I'm the youngest. But if your brother came home mm. saying that I learnt this and that in school, what would you... What would you and he would say, um, maybe I don't feel as boyish, I say, as I'm told to be. What, how would you respond to that? I'd feel I would ask him, like, what, was you, what did you learn? And why do you feel this way? Mm-hmm. And because, obviously, coming from straight religious mm-hmm. afro background it's, it's it is difficult because i i don't want to say that oh no you can't be less boyish you can't like football you can't yeah but then i can't i feel like i can't tell him you have to you, you can wear a dress i feel like i can't say, physically say that to him yeah being less macho doesn't necessarily mean that you're gay or bisexual or whatever so that's also like a yeah. ca- that's also a counter argument as well just yeah but I, that's what I'm saying. But, like, this society, mm-hmm. it's, like, you can't. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like... Because as much as um, I appreciate the LGBT community opening up people's eyes, especially mine, mm-hmm. it's still difficult because I wouldn't want... Like, for example, my friend, which I just said, yeah. he had struggles to even come out. I don't want my ch- my brother to go through that. I don't want him to feel lost do you know what i mean yeah okay so going off s's question i think we should be taught as soon as we can because i feel like how soon is as soon as we can okay as soon as primary school 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think we're meant to grow up with it. Maybe not say... You, you, I feel like you should be open to your child at all times. I feel like as much as it's... Like, people are like, oh, but two men kisses are disgusting or something. Not my words, but like just quotation. Uh, t- um, it's disgusting. I feel like it's the same thing you've seen a male and a female kissing. Yeah. And I feel like that should be normal. Like, they don't need to know about intercourse. They don't need to know about um, HIV. They don't need to know about everything else like the bad side let's see let's say and the way that people are judged but i feel like if we start telling them from a young age they're not it's not that much of a shock when they're older so i'm not saying um tell them that if you're not um tell them do you know what i mean like say it to a certain degree like tell them the history tell them uh, like educate them with the stonewall for example tell them about that i feel like that's important I feel like that low-key wouldn't work just because as much as you want to teach a child something, they also go home. Yeah. And at home, if, for example, they're very homophobic and in school you're taught to be not homophobic, it can clash and can be like, okay, so what is right? What is wrong? And it's like, they will have that, I don't want to say internal struggle, but they'll be like, so what am I... Like, you don't want to disappoint your parents, but you don't want to disappoint your teachers. But what's worse... Being homophobic or not being homophobic? Yeah. Obviously not being homophobic. Exactly. So I feel like if... And I... Like, our generation, I feel like our generation and our children, we, we will be less homophobic, I feel yeah, like. We, so the, the probability of that happening is... Less. Less. So I, I genuinely don't see a problem with educating children at a young age. I even think that sexual education should start even earlier. I disagree with body. I'm not saying intercourse. I'm saying with your body. Yeah. And but it does start quite early, though. No. I know. But no, 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 my no. earliest, no, my earliest memory was like year one. They showed us a picture of a naked baby. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> us. We had a crash course in year six after I um, missed that. that crash course. It was one day. No, we, and we didn't had like have a, a day. We had like probably an hour. And what they done was separate the girls from the boys and just just said, "This is how you put a condom on." In year you six. Never had that. No, we didn't. We just had how intercourse Like, was. you put a, c- a no, condom on if you don't want to have a baby. In year six? Ov- yeah. You have your ovaries. You have your sperm. Yeah, that's, that's what That's what they told. I didn't know anything other than that. I even... F- I used to think it was disgusting. Like, just the thought of it. I remember in year six thinking it was disgusting. But I feel like if Still I knew is. that from earlier... Not, yeah. not intercourse. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. If I knew about my body and knowing that I have, I have free holes instead of my pee hole which you know what i mean yeah i feel like that would be better i i would have known about hormones and i'm so i'm so lucky my mum was like always open about periods and stuff because i know some people that when they got their period they were so confused they're yeah. like why the f- yeah. is there blood on my knickers mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so yeah i feel like that is what should start early you don't need to know about intercourse you don't need to know about all these things because that's just going to come later on but yeah. I feel like you should know there are some there's some children who have two dads. There's some people yeah, children yeah. that have two moms. There's some children that have uh, non-binary parents or whatever. Some children that even with adoption, mm-hmm. that is still a bit of a stigma. Yeah, I agree with points that you said, mm-hmm. C. But I feel there are also points that A said that I also agree with. I don't. Okay, I understand that children should be taught these things from a young age because shock factor is something to consider. But, okay, I don't want to use the word exposed, 
but at the same time i feel like some things are already introduced like too early maybe like more gradually am i making sense or am I example giving me an example of something that you think that okay so even like se right being at sex education yes so even that <laughs> okay i feel like if no i feel like no okay in terms of yeah in terms of se young children like to experiment you know what i mean yeah so i feel like even sex if you're exposed to it like too young yes it's good to know like know about your body and things like that but when you're exposed to to certain things too young like what you were saying with the choice of children being able to like take hormones and change their genitals at such a young age i don't necessarily think that's wise i believe everyone has the right to like freedom of expression Mm. and things like that and yeah it should be taught in schools but how young i feel like is still questionable and that's not coming from a place of oh they shouldn't be taught it at all or i'm just saying that so i don't look bad but like genuinely i feel like because even what you were saying about both what both of you said um say for example you're in a year two class and you're having the conversation about um two mums or two dads and the child says for example oh i have two mums or i have two dads there might be another child in that class they're coming from a family like uh, or a background a background like ours a typical yes serial packet family (laughs) the strict religious parents who are probably also homophobic not saying that all religious people are homophobic don't you that child might have already adopted those ideologies of oh that's wrong that shouldn't be done then you have the factor of bullying that comes in do you know what i mean and being bullied from that young age for it so those are those are also things to consider as well and like i know okay i know it's like sort of choosing one over the other and like which one's better but like it's still something to consider and also what you said as well i totally agree with the fact that children shouldn't have that option so young because even at our age like people are still finding themselves and i feel like making such like a a rash decision that's gonna have like a huge impact on your future like you're changing your body like you're like taking hormones gender reassignment surgery stuff like that and in a few years you might decide i don't want to say it's a phase you might still you know not be heterosexual or be a part of the lgbt community you might just want to like keep your body how it is and you've already made that decision at such a young age like it's it's a it's huge do you know what i mean okay s said a lot of things that i agree with things i disagree with Mm -hmm. um she mentioned that um it's we need to think about that child that comes from that family which is a nuclear family a religious family and um I genuinely think the problem here, and, and we're saying, oh, we need to protect that child. But what about the, the other child, which comes from that that gay family? What about That's that true. child? I think, I, I don't think, I believe that pe- instead of, re- I feel like religion is such a big part of society, and I'm not going to take away anything from it, but I feel like things have to develop, develop over time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... When, if you're teaching your child at such a young age this is wrong, why is it why is it wrong to say this is right? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what is the difference? Does that make any sense? Like, yeah. if you're if you're five years old and you're hearing two men kissing are disgusting, why is it not right to say two men kissing are right? Just don't talk about it. Full stop. 
Okay, but then there's that ambiguous. Well, like when you don't talk about things, there's like that. Huge exactly. It's it's a difficult one. It's a difficult one. Exactly. And I, I do. And I'm just playing the yeah, like, yeah. I know it's okay. We need a devil's advocate sometimes, but like I do believe that speaking about things like it's important. Opening discussions is important, and people want to pretend like the stigma around like homosexuality has gone anywhere like it really hasn't like it's still there festering under Mm. the surface Mm. so as much as as much as yeah now we're going to be having like lessons in school and stuff like that remember there are still all those homes that these children are coming from it's very hard to unlearn something that's been ingrained definitely and i would have to say you just have to be open to it like as s said like, people are going home. At the end of the day, you spend, what, six hours at school? Exactly. Eight yes. hours at school? You spend more time at school than you do at home. Yeah, but and then, even if you do, you're sleeping. But then, let's, let's take into... the people you live with. Let's take into account the summer holidays. Mm-hmm. What have you learned at school? That's wrong. How, why are they teaching you the stuff at school? I'm going to move your schools. I think that's the parents' problem now. But then it's still the education system because another school might not teach it. They might do a crash course like we were But then that's why I think that all schools should teach it. But no, but the thing is, it it is a law for all schools to teach it. It's just that schools don't do it effectively. Yeah, they're not doing it in the proper way, which I think is the problem. Yeah, but why? Usually, because it's to the, do with the people parents. At the, no, but if, even so, you've got the heads, right? Mm-hmm. You can have a homophobic teacher. It's true. That's another thing. You can have a homophobic whole, the whole teachers in the school. Then let's take into consideration the parents. Mm-hmm. If all parents protest saying, no, we do not want this, we will put our child out, do you think the school's gonna Don't stop? We... No, but do you think the school's gonna say no? Because at the end of the day, schools get paid for each child that exactly. comes into their classroom. It's actually a business. It is a business. And that's the that's the one so of the main reasons why people are still uneducated. But personally, I still believe that they're still in, they're still should... in the wrong. And misinformation, sorry to cut you, but like misinformation is something to consider as well. Yeah. Because they might not be getting it from one place, fair enough. But they might be getting it from other places. Which and we, we know what society is like, what the media is like, what social media is like. That there is As much as it's a good way to expand your knowledge sometimes, like there is a lot of misinformation out there. So that is also a fact to I consider. I think like just to summarise like the whole education system point, I feel like, yes, children should start at a young age. What they're taught at a young age should differ from, let's say, primary school from secondary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we've got the whole account for the education system, which we've talked about has its many, many flaws, but they should have the correct people to teach these things they shouldn't i personally don't think they should have a teacher because you know how teachers used to go to those courses, courses. for a week and then come back yeah. and then teach us i don't think it should be that i think it should be somebody who's an, like an actual, actual lgbtq yeah. plus advocate to mm-hmm. come into schools and teach them i think like just like black lives matter exactly yeah. i feel like schools should definitely enforce it more i feel like and i feel like um i feel like misinformation as we said is a really huge problem and i feel like at home as well as in school people need to be educated on this topic because we have a whole month to celebrate it it's not for no reason it's not for a reason it's it's happened for a reason yeah i this is kind of going off but it's still a child so i follow ever since i was like 10 maybe i've been following this youtube family the Sakoni jolies and they have four kids and the sec so it's a girl a boy they were born girl boy 
girl boy so mm-hmm. there's four and the second child so eduardo his name's eduardo he um he's always been quite feminine let's say and people at first thought because it was the little sister the older sister was a girl and she liked feminine stuff and that's what was the influence the basically. influence but then they had they got the fourth child and this boy this little boy likes little cars he likes boy things and um Loads of people have been commenting, like, why has Eduardo never liked blue stuff, let's say, like, toy, like, boy toys, the stereotypical boy toys. And and people also questioned why their parents allowed him to wear dresses. And he has started wearing school dresses to school. And the parents say, no, you can you can wear that, but I don't think they they've been pushing anything because it took them a long time to like oh realize okay just letting my son go for whatever path he wants, but letting it open to a certain extent instead of saying you're gonna start taking hormones so this and that because sometimes people males can be feminine and instead of that they've just allowed him if you want to wear a dress wear a dress if you want to wear a wig wear a wig. So I thought that was important to add because I feel like parents, some parents can do it the right way and there is this thing that it's difficult and I don't think it's as difficult as it may seem. So my question is, what can we do so these things are not a problem? And this, I'm going to talk about like little kids. Like, What can we do? What do you think is something that we can do to take away that stereotype so there is not that problem that we have? Yes, yes. I think it starts with the older ones and just having difficult conversations about how we're going to move forward. It's not going to be one conversation. Like, it's going to be many conversations, many difficult ones. But, like, there has to be, like, some form of consensus or agreement. That, and I understand not everyone's going to agree or not everyone's going to accept. But I think it's just talking about it and... The, getting used to the idea of being slightly more open. I understand that there might be boundaries, but one small step at a time, basically. I personally feel like... I don't want to be, like, negative Nancy, yeah. or whatever you call it, but Not I just Nancy. don't think things are going to get better, like, the way we want it to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, let's talk about the Stonewall Inn. That was in... 1967. 1969. 1969. That's about... 50 years ago? Mm-hmm. 52. 52 years ago, right? 53. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, ignore... Wait. Math genius. <laughs> I'm the worst at maths. Why am I trying to do this? <laughs> Off the top of... Let's say 50-odd years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's taken 50-odd years. We still have... I mean, okay. Not to compare things like Black Lives Matter to LGBT rights, but I think it's an important point to make that it's taken four or five hundred years <laughs> let's say for like black people i would say just to be accepted in general and we're still suffering every day exactly we still have this ongoing thing about mm-hmm. um black people being killed just because they're black so it's been 50 years with the lgbt i think since the actual stonewall in since we've actually begun to start celebrating people being gay lesbian etc so if it's taken for me not for me for black people let's say 500 years why do we think that in the next 50 50 years years, that lgbt um rights is going to be the same 
the argument though people would say not that i'm saying this but people would say that the lgbt has been accepted is because there are also white people who are lgbtq if you understand what i'm saying but personally i feel like because you can be like anybody can be gay like Mm -hmm. i know people think you're part of the community but yeah that's what i'm saying my point is it's it's not gonna happen in this generation it's not gonna happen in the next three or four maybe but i just don't feel like as much as it we're will doing, never be gone i don't think it will just never like racism will yeah. never be gone as much as we want to advocate for these rights and as much as we can be open about it there's still going to be so many people across the world who will just always 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 target these people just because they're gay or just because they're, they're different, different from yeah. who they are do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, as much as I want to say... You can't eradicate hatred completely now. You can't... Exactly. And there's also this thing about free speech. Oh, gosh. Let's not go there. And as much as everyone is entitled to what they want to say... To a certain say, extent. There's no, a certain extent. No, do you know what it is? There is a very, very, very fine line between free speech and hate speech. And people use that free speech umbrella exactly. term to, like, spew hate on other people. We exactly. see it all the time. Pierce Morgan, I'm coming for you. <laughs> He's always talking and yeah. saying, oh, it's free speech, free speech, free speech. When does free speech... I think, I think he, Where's the line he has drawn? a point... But then he took... He took it too. I understand, I understand like you, you have your opinion. That's what opinion, you want to say. Yes. But boy you, drives off the cliff. Piers Morgan is just different. <laughs> no. But, but yeah. loads of people like Katie Hopkins. Like, yeah, she is... No, this woman's off the rails. Like, she is... I don't understand how her things have not been banned. Like, I really don't understand. So proud Donald Trump is gone. Definitely. Said, no, but it's... Okay. I know we've given, like, three examples of Caucasian people, but I feel like that's exactly why they get away with it, because they're Caucasian. The minute a black person comes on the internet or the media and says something outrageous, they're cancelled. You never hear of them but again. But do you know why? Right. Because they're part of a community that is also discriminated against. Yeah, exactly. If a, if, if a community is discriminated... A, a discriminated community is discriminating another discriminated community mm-hmm. they're like so why are you doing the same thing that i do like what's wrong with that's you? why like, a lot of people who are i would say for the black community especially it's like how can you be um discriminating someone when you're just like that's what i that's what i don't understand and that's the perspective i always come from because i'm like i know how it feels yeah. i understand how it feels to be constantly judged like not accepted for something that you can't change, change about yeah. yourself so that's why i like i never come from that even though i was taught a certain way let me not pretend yeah like <laughs> it's not accepted but like despite that like i can completely understand and assimilate with the struggles of people in the lgbt community because if you think about it it's very similar i'm not trying to equate or compare like the struggles of um, black if, people and black lives matter you have to, to like, see LGBT. the you have, but you to have see the parallels. resemblance yeah there are parallels there like at the end of the day hate is hate discrimination is discrimination hate, is you know crime, exactly yeah. so i can completely understand and it's such a shame because even in the lgbt lgbtq plus community like black gay bisexual etc people like yeah. it's almost like double yeah they have they have um I would, is it discrimination they have discrimination within yeah. their community and, as well and like yeah. the prejudice as well 
it's oh, it's it's very. It's, I don't it's know if I'm right. Sorry go on, go to interrupt on. you, but was it not Caitlyn Jenner who said something about um, transgender women should not compete in sports? Yeah. So she said something along those lines. I'm not saying she's homophobic. I'm not saying she's just what transphobic. I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm just saying um, her as a trans woman said yeah let's protect women's rights that's exactly what yeah, she said yeah she said yeah she said let's protect women's rights and loads of transgender women got on to her, her yeah for doing them like how does that make any sense you're going against your own people but biologically she said it in a biologic i could sense. No, i can the thing is i can completely agree with it only from the perspective of biology, the hormones are different. So straight away, they're going to be at an advantage. I, like, even though you, they, like, you take estrogen or whatever, like, yeah. your body still naturally is producing testosterone. So they will have that advantage that makes it unfair for him. But what woman is going to run in a man's race? Do you know what I mean? So that it, yes, yeah. they wouldn't it, accept oh. a trans man to run in a male's race, exactly, or a woman, or a, or a race, a female race. But so, do, but do you know why they would say that? Because firstly, they homophobic people, transgender, transphobic people, they still don't see that trans trans male as a male. male. They see, see him as, as a female, a female yeah. and that comes from sexism. So it's like a, it's a, a whole a cycle. vicious cycle, man. Yeah. There's on. the argument that. Um, Oh, let them have their own Olympics. Let them have their own championships. Yeah, but that's the them Are and the us. Human? That's the them and the us complex. There's always a them and the us. No, that it's our, it's us. Exactly. It's no. not inclusive. That's what I'm saying. So, so stemming from your question, again, what can we actually do? Yeah. To at this point, make <laughs> at this point. I, I think know. they should race. I think women should. Okay, trans women should race. And and also, but what, why what, should what, it where? be? I think. You know how you can choose, sometimes you can, you can choose either to go to the male t- toilet or the female toilet, yeah? Or you can choose to go in the mid, or, or you can choose to go the, the neutral toilet, yeah? If, you wanna, if you're transgender, go into that neutral. I don't think so. The reason I say this is because, okay, say you're a transgender woman. Yeah. Yeah, and you've gone to I'm the toilet. I'm not saying that's the only, I'm just, I know, that's the second example. And you've gone to the toilet. And then a straight man, drunk of his head, is is looking for trouble. He can actually come in that store and rape you because yeah. it's a neutral toilet. So I feel like when it comes to LGBT... Like, there's always going to there's there's, gonna be something. Some school That's the thing. has toilets that any student can... Go in, and I, go in. I don't really and appreciate that. And I don't think that makes the any sense. And I don't think that makes any sense. I feel like yes, you should have a gen like a gender neutral toilet for whoever wants to go into that. But I feel like as a as a, a girl as a female, I I I'm very skeptical when going to the toilet. I look up, I look to the side, I look to the other Luckily side, the looking to see right. if I have. There's one of the cubicles that have a hole on the ceiling. Have you seen that? And I'm so scared because someone could just pop their phone on there. Their camera would just be hanging out, and it's. Oh my gosh! I like I never thought I didn't. I even know always like, check. I always no, always that is check. Scary. So I thought yeah, definitely when it comes to like LGBT, especially people, especially in society, there needs to be a more conversation more rules definitely need to be applied to help them fit in better but there's this oh there's also i I would say a line for most people i think it just goes back to like 
respect Mm. like basic morals that you're taught even before you're taught these things like how to treat other people because i feel like there are things that we expect like certain standards or you treat others how you want to be treated but you'd be surprised like a lot of people aren't taught like that so i think it even goes further than just like being taught about this specifically like just basic morals that's what i have to say I think that's a that lovely was, That was, yeah, that was a good... Just to end on. Yeah. yeah. That was great. Don't um, forget your manners, kids. <laughs> no, but seriously, just accept everyone. Stemming from respect, I wanted to add to that and say that if you want to educate yourself, there are many shows, many books, many... You, It's open. You can find them anywhere. But I recommend Pose, which is about uh, basically New York and... Um, in the six seventies, sixties, seventies, where eighties um, maybe, um, where people are like trans people, LGBTQ plus I A plus people, um, they're all in this show, and it's it is fiction, but it's some reality. of it is based out of reality, yeah, and it's firstly it's a good show, it's a good watch. Secondly, you I learned a lot from it, and thirdly, their outfits are great and then a will also recommend our favorite show rupaul's drag race now guys for me personally this show (laughs) really did teach me a lot like i was told not to watch it but i still watched it and (laughs) no for real though i started on all stars 2 came on my tv i was awake at like 11 o'clock and i was like why is the show not 11 o'clock why is it not like at seven like normal shows that's another problem but anyway i was i watched it and i was like do you know what this is art let me actually watch it but i the recommendations definitely for this week is rupaul's drag race and pose and there's queer eye as well which i watched a few episodes on so guys let's just be positive it's pride have fun go out be happy Today, this year, but there would be no parades. But that's not what all pride. The is flag about. is a rainbow, guys. Like, come on. <laughs> also, fun fact: before we end it, it's a rainbow because it's a symbol of hope. Because mm. hope, because they have hope at the end of the on the rainbow. There's like, Aww. that's why it's that's why it's a rainbow. But I thought that was quite fun. But yeah, I really enjoyed this, and I feel yeah, like nice discussion. But that's been enough from us. <laughs> it's a very long episode. <laughs> Head over to our Instagram. Let us know what you're thinking. What are your thoughts? What age is the right age to teach kids about these things, etc.? And we will see you, well, you'll hear us in the next podcast. Bye. 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 Toodles.